Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. It's been a big week for the Australian economy. Yesterday's CPI data revealed inflation has fallen to a two-year low with an annual rate of 4.1%. The December quarter increase of 0.6% was the lowest quarterly increase since March 2021. And earlier in the week, we learnt retail sales slumped 2.7% in December, the sharpest monthly drop since the pandemic lockdowns in mid-2020. Retail sales per capita are actually down about 4% year on year. So what's it all mean for interest rates, for business, for consumers, for the economy more broadly? Gareth Aird is the Commonwealth Bank's Head of Australian Economics. Gareth, welcome back to Fear and Greed. You're almost a regular, Gareth, I'd say. G'day, Sean. Yeah, look, it's nice to be back. I haven't been on for a while, but um, was was on pretty regular through last year, which was good. Yeah, well, we appreciate it. Yesterday's December quarter CPI data, what does it tell us? Well, it was it was a good news story. It tells us that inflation has continued to moderate in Australia. And the rate of inflation has actually come down more than most analysts expected. And I think importantly, from a Reserve Bank perspective, uh, the rate of inflation has come down more than the central bank anticipated. What the data is basically showing is that rate hikes work. The economic data more broadly has been slowing. Uh, Growth in demand has eased. You mentioned retail sales uh, at the opening. Uh, That's picking up the fact that the consumer is slowing. And by extension, it then becomes harder for businesses to put price rises through. So some pretty encouraging data there. And I think it's, it's welcome news really for consumers out there. We hear a lot about services versus goods inflation, and that's something that we seem to have been uh, a bit focused on over the past six months, the idea that goods inflation has come down as supply chains have opened up, services inflation a little stickier. What happened there? Well, I think it's helpful to think back what happened several years ago when we came out of the pandemic, and that was that goods inflation peaked up very quickly, but service inflation lagged. And we had some issues with some supply chains during the pandemic. We also had a lot more demand than usual for goods because that was basically the the consumer items that we could purchase, uh, whereas we couldn't do a lot on the services side. So we had this big lift in goods inflation. And then around about six to nine months later, services inflation started to, uh, to really pick up. And then in, if we look back at the past year, what we can see is that goods inflation has come down more swiftly than services inflation. That's not just a story in Australia, that, that's a global one. But I think it's helpful to just think about the fact that goods inflation did start lifting earlier and therefore it was always going to come down a little bit more quickly than the services side of the economy. Okay. What's it all mean for interest rates, Gareth? Well, I think in the very short term, it means that we're going to see policy on hold uh, next week um, with the Reserve Bank's first meeting of 2024. Heading into the the data print yesterday, the the focus was really on whether or not we got a CPI which was uh, stronger, in line or weaker than the Reserve Bank had been expecting because that would guide analysts in the markets as to whether or not the RBA would leave the cash rate on hold or hike. But the fact that we've had quite quite a miss relative to the RBA's forecast on the softer side means that the Reserve Bank will leave the cash rate on hold. And we think they're done in terms of their their tightening cycle. They've put a lot through and they put a lot through very quickly. And it does take time for the inflation data to respond to what the RBA has done. But the central bank will clearly welcome uh, yesterday's inflation report. It will enable them to keep the, the cash rate on hold. They'll downwardly revise their inflation forecast as well simply for the fact that inflation has come in below where they expected to see it. And I think as we go through this year, it'll just be a matter of time 
as to when we're all debating when the first cut in the cash rate is actually likely to occur. We've got a call out there. We think it'll be September. There's still a fair bit of water to pass under the bridge before we get there, but we're pretty comfortable now with the idea that the next move is down and it'll happen in the second half of this year. Stay with me, Gareth. We'll be back in a minute. I'm speaking to Gareth Aird, Commonwealth Bank's Head of Australian Economics. Okay, so a cut potentially in September. A lot of water to flow under the bridge, as you said. What What is it that the Reserve Bank will be, I mean, is it inflation that's going to be focused on? Is it kind of, does it want to get to that 2 to 3% target band before it does anything? Is the last percentage point the hardest? I'm just wondering what the flow from here is like. Yeah, look, it's, it is, it's a good question and it's a broad question. The central bank is focused on a lot of things. Their primary focus is the rate of inflation and getting inflation back to target. But they know that inflation is a lagging indicator and the rate of change in inflation is very heavily influenced by what's happening in terms of demand growth in the economy and then also the labour market. And the Reserve Bank is trying to keep um, or preserve, as they say, as many gains in employment as possible uh, as they get inflation back to target. What we've seen over the back end of last year is the unemployment rate has been rising. Uh, It hit a cyclical low of just under 3.5% and it's now 3.9%. So at this stage, the RBA would not be concerned about the lift in unemployment. But I think as we go through this year, uh, with our forecast that the unemployment rate will continue to rise, there will come a point where the Reserve Bank puts a little bit more weight on what's happening in terms of the uptrend in the unemployment rate and then overlays that with what they're seeing on the prices side of things. And our expectation here is that the central bank will not actually wait for inflation to get back to target before cutting the cash rate, because if they were to do that, they wouldn't be cutting the cash rate uh, this year, because it's very hard to get the annual rate back to 2 to 3%, simply because we've got a big 1.2% quarterly increase from the September quarter of last year stuck in the annual calculations. So we'll still see inflation above target as we go through this year. But I think as we go through the year with the unemployment rate rising, the Reserve Bank will put more weight on the recent inflation data. And if they can see a clear uh, disinflationary trend still apparent in the data, uh, keeping in mind we got 0.8% on the quarter yesterday, if they then see that step down to 0.7%, even with the annual rate still above 3%, they can look at inflation on a six-month annualised basis and say it's pretty much job done. We don't want the unemployment rate to rise too much. We know inflation will respond in time with what we do on the rate side. So we really should step in front of it now, take policy away from its restrictive setting, and that way we can aim for the soft landing. This year, we're going to have a bit of a different Reserve Bank. We have a new governor, Michelle Bullock, but we also have a board who are going to have to vote and we're going to find out how they voted. We're going to have a press conference afterwards. The bank itself has a brand new chief economist uh, and a new deputy governor. All that stuff, is it going to make much of a difference, do you think, to how it works? I think the short answer is no, it shouldn't in terms of the decisions. The central bank still has the inflation target. They still have the objective of full employment. There has been a a focus, though, in, in the recent communication between the government and the central bank in terms of its charter to stress the midpoint of the target. But I think that's more just what you aim for. If you want to get inflation in the 2 to 3% band, it makes sense to aim for 2.5%. In terms of the changes that are coming in this year, they're not all happening in one go. So we first get the 
press conference uh, after the, the board meeting on the day of the board meeting at 3.30. So that'll happen next week and we'll get the statement of monetary policy as well that'll be published at the same time as the decision is announced. And we move to the new schedule of a meeting every six weeks from next week. But we don't actually get the new monetary policy board coming in until the second half of this year and it'll, it'll probably be, be around July. So we're going to have changes sort of taking place at a couple of times throughout the year. I think what will be more interesting is when we get the new monetary policy board, because we don't know what that's going to look like at the moment. And the fact that there's going to be a published vote once that board is voting, uh, I think creates a little bit of interest out there as to how united or not the board is. I think the governor will straight away be asked who voted for what and you know, was the RBA on the majority side of the vote? Because it is possible that the RBA, so the, the governor and the deputy governor, vote actually in the minority, which would create a, a pretty um, interesting dynamic. But I think that's probably the more interesting event when the new monetary policy board takes up its role, as opposed to just the change in the meeting schedule and the press conferences. A final question, and perhaps it's a bit unfair. You have been an economist for a while, Gareth, and you're head of Australian economics at Commonwealth Bank. You know the Reserve Bank. Do you think it's done a good job in the last 18 months post, and I'm saying post the comment by uh, then Governor Phil Lowe that rates wouldn't rise, once rates started to rise from that point to now, do you think they've done a good job? Look, that's obviously a subjective question. I think they've basically done what they've had to do, which is raise rates pretty aggressively, given they were late to the party. That always meant they were going to rise, uh, increase rates very quickly. They've done that. And the result of those decisions has resulted in a slowdown in the economy and inflation now is, is coming down. So their policy decisions have clearly worked to slow the economy. And you know, they, they've tried to thread the needle here of keeping the unemployment rate as low as possible while slowing the economy. And if you look at the data at the moment, you'd say things are going to plan. The unemployment rate is still very low and the rate of inflation is is coming down. So if they can manage to time the easing correctly and get the rate cutting cycle calibrated um, correctly, then they should be able to return inflation to target and keep the unemployment rate relatively low. And I think if that happens, we'd have to say they've done a a particularly good job um, through this cycle. Gareth, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed. Nice to have a chat. That was Gareth Aird, Commonwealth Bank's Head of Australian Economics. This is the Fear and Greed Business Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's best business podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your day.